Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I'm Heather, as usual, here to give you the lowdown on something related to your myofascial release business. Recently, I got an email from someone who is a listener to the podcast wondering what my thoughts were about trading for myofascial release. They shared with me that they were feeling stressed and burnt out and annoyed with the people that they were trading with because they were feeling like they were kind of in a position of knowing more than them and being a better therapist than them and kind of had gotten into a mentoring type of relationship that they didn't necessarily want to be in and it wasn't feeling good. So I thought I would do an episode dedicated to this because I'm pretty sure this therapist is not alone. And while I don't think that all trading relationships turn into something like this, I do think that there are other ways to look at trading within your myofascial release business in a way that makes you either decide to love it and love your reasons for trading or decide that you need to make a policy around not trading so that you can love it too. So let's get into it. Let's start with the idea of being a product of your product. This means you should be receiving myofascial release as often as possible outside of just going to seminars and study groups. The more treatment you get, the better therapist you will be. Getting treated helps you feel what MFR feels like so you can talk about it even better to your clients. You'll be able to explain myofascial release through your experience, through your lens, through the way you have experienced the touch and the feel of it in your own body versus just describing how you think it is. So if you're training with another therapist or multiple therapists and it's working for you, that's awesome. You'll know it's working out great when you don't have resentment, you aren't working outside of your regular hours to give the trades, you aren't feeling tired after giving trades, you feel invigorated and refreshed while you're giving your part of the trade and it doesn't feel like you're doing a favor or that you're being used. You don't feel like you know more, are more skilled or are doing the other therapist a favor and you don't feel entitled to a review or any other sort of payment or compliment when the trade is done. You will know a trade is working for you because you don't have resentment, don't feel entitled to that review and you aren't working outside of your regular hours to do the work. Now, if you're feeling kind of called out or triggered or extremely curious about this, now is the time to lean in. I know it seems like you should want to trade, that it makes sense to trade, it's free to trade, trading's easy, trading is great, trading doesn't have strings attached, but the truth is trading isn't free. There are strings attached and it is added work. No matter how much you love to give and get treatments, it is more work and there is a cost to doing the trade. Keep leaning in here. 
If you are trading as part of your normal schedule and then going and getting your treatment outside of your working hours, so you aren't losing money to complete the trade, it might be working, but you're still losing money unless you are working outside of your hours, which means you are technically working harder. I do not recommend working outside of your normal hours unless you love your reasons for doing so. And it's not creating any other problems for you or your body, your family, or your business. I do not recommend doing a back-to-back trade during your working hours because then you're losing twice as much money, right? The hour where you give the session and then the hour where you get the session, those are free hours where you are taking away the opportunity for someone to pay you for myofascial release. And it's really easy to fall into a pattern where in the beginning of your business, you have all this quote unquote time and free space and nothing to do with your hands. So it seems, you know, really innocent to start doing things like that. And while that might work in the beginning, while you have all of this quote unquote free space, you need to be able to reevaluate where you're at in your business right now. And does it still make sense? I do not recommend losing money when you trade. When you are losing money, it's hard for you to enjoy the trade. It's hard for you to appreciate the trade. You might not realize how subconsciously you do not love trading or that you are even in fact feeling resentful about it. So make sure you tune in and see what you really think about the trades you're doing if this is what you're doing in your practice. And if if it's been a long time since you've checked in about it and you're not sure why you have this like low-level agitation about trading. And even if you don't have a low-level agitation about training, imagine if it's sustainable, scalable when you're fully booked, when you have a six-month wait list. Like, are these things sustainable for when you get to the goals that you have? Because you'll be surprised you get there faster than you ever thought you would. Your business should be able to support weekly or bi-weekly MFR treatments for yourself. If it does not, you should be getting coaching or some other kind of help to learn how to figure out what to change in order to ensure that you as the MFR therapist and the owner can afford to pay for your own treatment. This is especially important because being a product of your product means you pay for MFR and paying for lots of MFR helps you out both mentally when you're in the selling relationship side of helping your clients It helps you sell MFR in a way that helps your clients get better results, which is the most important thing, right? It's why we're in business in the first place is for those results and those outcomes that our clients get to experience because they come for lots of myofascial release. When you're a product of your product, you will feel better in your body, be able to work more and treat more clients, at least the exact amount of clients you want to see in a week. When you pay for MFR, you are willing to charge for MFR. And this is very important. This is a very important skill or muscle to learn to build up and to flex. You feel less weird about charging for myofascial release and you actually don't think about it too much, which is great because the less time you think about your price and whether or not your clients will pay for it, the more time you can focus on the things that really matter, which is getting even better at selling myofascial release for the outcome that your clients are going to get because you have developed that skill. When you don't make receiving MFR as important as anything else you do in your business and you save it for trade sees, you diminish the importance of getting treated 
And if we don't take our own treatment serious, what are we even doing? And how do we expect our clients to take it serious, right? If we're busy out there focused on getting a deal or getting it for free, we can't expect our patients to show up for us in any kind of different mindset or attitude or behavior. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a minute to rate and review it. When you take the time to rate and review the podcast, it helps other people to find it and enjoy it too. And the more MFR therapists out there using this as a resource to start or tweak their business, the better the world gets. So take the time, rate and review the podcast. Let me know how it's going. How's it helping you? Thank you so much for your time. Now back to the episode. If you haven't been paying for MFR, I urge you to try doing so to see what changes when you have it on your schedule as a priority, when it isn't just saved for trades, study groups, and seminars, but becomes as important as anything else on your schedule. I urge you to ensure that your business is run in a way where it can support this regular treatment outside of trades, study groups, and seminars. A sign of a healthy MFR practice and therapist includes lots of MFR treatment, treatment that you pay for and treatment that you prioritize so that you can function amazing while you're at work and while you're doing your life outside of work. If you are trading and it's 100% equal and within your regular hours, when you give your part of the trade and you have zero resentment, need no feedback or special insights from the other therapists or high fives or pats on the back or mentorship then your trade is probably working. Just make sure it's clean and clear and not adding to your stress levels or your mental load. If you constantly dread seeing that therapist because it's costing you time and money, that weighs on your mental load and it takes away from time you could be doing other really important things in your business like learning how to sell MFR, updating you know things that need to be updated, just doing anything else. Worrying and focusing on that one hour of the day or the week is not super important. If you are listening to this and feeling resentful and burnt out by trades, or maybe this is stirring something in you that is creating these feelings for you, and you aren't sure how to get out from doing it, I've got you covered. So it's really simple. If you don't want to be doing trades anymore, decide you don't do trades anymore. Make a policy. Tell the people you trade with your policy allow them to have feelings, and book their future sessions as paid sessions. Don't decide that you're only going to continue to get treatment if they book and pay you. Make a decision for yourself that is not tied to what the other therapist does or says. You know, Decide that you're in it for the results of the treatment, not whether or not that therapist can afford to or decide or prioritize in the same way that you can for their treatment. Here's how to stop training if you don't love trading, right? You're going to make a decision. You either love trades or you do not. Decide what your answer is. If you do not love trades and you want to stop and you've made this decision that you no longer love to trade, it's really simple. You're going to develop a new policy around trades. It's as simple as saying out loud or to the person you trade with, I no longer have space for trades. You can also say, I'm happy to still treat you during my regular hours as an active paid client. Here's my link to schedule and here's what I charge. You don't have to have a long drawn out discussion about it. Your fellow therapist can have thoughts about your decision and feelings about it and it's okay. Allow them to have those thoughts and feelings and decide for themselves if it's a match for them to schedule with you and to pay for treatment. The cool thing about this is 
it might just change everything about the dynamic of your relationship and help that other therapist stop doing something that they don't actually love doing either. I think when we first become MFR therapists, this idea of trading and kind of like developing our little baby myofascial release skills because we're nervous and we're, you know, we're not sure and we want the practice and we don't have the body count to be doing it on our own yet. It makes sense to trade then, right? But there comes a point where your skill level and your business and yourself, like you mature past that, that need and that want and that desire. And also sometimes it's just better to go and pay for that treatment from the beginning. So I want you to consider all of these possibilities of where trading can kind of keep you stunted, can kind of keep you from that next growth level that's available to you when you start to think about what happens when I, as the therapist, decide that this is a priority for me and I decide to prioritize it in my budget to pay for it. And how that transformation alone helps you talk about objections that your own clients have to coming to paying you for the treatment. When you can do it, it's much easier for you to say to your clients, come and pay me all this money because it's worth it. And this is the result you're going to get. You're not willing to pay for MFR. It's really hard to have that street credit to tell your clients to go out and do it. If you enjoy getting treated by this therapist that you're trading with, make sure you schedule with them and pay their rate. Don't be afraid to pay them, even if they don't decide to get back on your schedule. Likely they'll be relieved too and love it just the same. So to summarize, unless you are trading free of resentment and are not losing money or time and not overworking, you should be paying for MFR. You should not be trading. Trading is for beginners. Trading is for seminars and study groups, right? Those are separate instances. In those cases, it's super appropriate to trade and exactly what those scenarios were built for. Don't wait to be annoyed or resentful to make this change for your business and for your own experience. Make sure you are taking great care of yourself beyond excellent care of yourself. You are the number one asset in your business and you must protect yourself and take care of yourself. You are the only asset. You are the most important. So ensure you are taking excellent care of yourself and getting treatment regularly paying for that treatment and not working outside of your intended schedule so you never set yourself up or risk the experience of burnout as best as possible. Now, I know some of you are like maybe offended by some of this. And I just want you to know that after working with hundreds of myofascial release therapists and having these conversations inside my coaching program, these are the things that I see come up. We start out trading We get stuck in this trading relationship, becomes a mentor-like relationship that you didn't really sign up for in the first place and something that you don't have time for. And it's okay to stop wherever you are in that journey when it starts to not feel good. It doesn't have to mean anything about the other therapist. We're all in this together. And yet we all have to make decisions about where exactly we're at in our business timeline and when these things become more of a burden and less fun for us and less energizing for us. And then we make these new decisions. It doesn't mean you have to break up with the other therapist in your town. It just means you make a new decision. You love your reasons. You still love the other therapist too. And on another note, if you are having trouble being treated by someone who you don't believe is at the same level as you, I want you to really rethink that. 
What would happen if you decided that you could get exactly what you needed out of any MFR treatment that you got, as long as they're following their training and the John Barnes principles? What if you could literally get everything your body needed out of that session, even if they were a novice therapist? Like imagine when you take the pressure off of the performance and you make it more your body's experience and responsibility of whether or not the treatment is good or bad, and you're willing to speak up when maybe they're using too much pressure, right? Or give feedback in a way that makes it safe for them to make adjustments. Imagine the relationship that you can build. And then also imagine the quality of treatment that you can get for yourself when you're not picky, when you decide that it's it's okay, it's good enough for now and that they're going to get better. Let's not exclude new therapists from being good enough to help us more seasoned therapists or wherever you're at in your journey, because all of us started from nothing. All of us started with no knowledge of myofascial release. All of us were beginners. And the more you can decide that even beginners can treat you just as well as an expert trained therapist, and a lot of cases even better because they're it's new to them. They're more excited. It's coming from, you know, pure love and joy. Just imagine what your experience could be and how different it could be. Little food for thought there. All right. I'll see you on another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. Have a great week. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today. My mission is to help every MFR therapist become a part of the movement where no MFR therapists ever under earn or burn out. Join my 12-month coaching program. You'll spend the first 90 days setting up your foundation to create your six-figure business. Then you'll go to work and uncover exactly what's holding you back from the business that you want and desire. Get support while you raise your rates, set your policies, and learn how to talk about MFR and how to sell MFR in service of your clients. Learn exactly how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've had your business for years. This program is open to all MFR therapists who want to create what is possible when you stop playing small and start showing up in your full power as the John Barnes trained MFR therapist you are. Put your magic to work in the world and help more people get out of pain and back to active lifestyles. I'll help you do it. Go to www.themfrcoach.com backslash coaching and sign up right now.